Blog Talk Radio. Hello everybody, wherever you are, you are listening to the Zanews Blog Radio Show, the official platform for the Zambian diaspora in the United States. Please tune in every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Call in at 3195276219 to join in. Remember, we are stronger together, Ubuntu. Good afternoon, wherever you're listening. Hello, everybody, wherever this you are. This is Zanus Radio Show, and we're live. Uh, today is a special day. We've got a very special guest. we got uh, Mrs. Volotier, uh, Miko. She's a, a, a lawyer in Zambia, and she's going to be explaining to us uh, all the challenges, uh, all the opportunities that are there, you know, if you want to buy land, we've had a lot of frustrations from Zambians in diaspora. When it comes to buying land, we've had horror stories. So she's here to help us through uh, how we can navigate. If you're preparing to buy some land in Zambia, she's here to answer questions. Madam uh, Helen Tichinga will join us also to co-moderate. We have uh, 60 minutes, and at some point we open it up to call us and you can call in and ask a question. So, Tandy. Hi, Blair. Good. Uh, what's, uh, what's, what is it like today in Zambia? I know it's a Sunday. You had a today? nice Sunday day. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a beautiful Sunday. Sunday. The sun was shining, uh, but if you happen to be sitting under a um, under a building, it was quite breezy and quite cold, but but beautiful nevertheless. Wonderful. Yes. Okay, so to get the show going, could you please tell us about yourself? Um, how did you get into land? You know, I know you you deal mostly uh, with uh, buying and selling land in Zambia. How did you get into it? So, my, as you said, my name is Tandiwe Folotia, and my married name is Nuiko. I was born in, in Lusaka, and I did my primary school at uh, St. Mary's Primary School in Lusaka. I went abroad for my secondary education, uh, got my first degree in business administration, and I, I happened to uh, study constitutional law, and I really enjoyed it, and that's how I became um, uh, interested in law. Um, so I ended up doing um, half a business degree and half a law degree. When I came back home from Wales, uh, I was told that I needed a full degree uh, for me to become a practicing lawyer, a full degree in law for me to become a practicing lawyer. So I, I went to the University of Zambia, and I, and I acquired a degree um, in law from UNSA. And I worked for the Zambia Living Authority as, as a litigator for a few years. Oh. And, then I, and then I worked for Comessa for four years. That was, that was interesting because um, I, I dealt with uh, international trade law, so I did, did a lot of traveling. You know, I did a lot of... Um, um, uh, con- consulting, so that was fun. 
But I felt that my children were, were young and they needed um, their mother home. So after four years of constant living in a hotel and traveling with Comessa, I decided to quit my job at Comessa and started my own law firm. And I had always been interested in uh, land transactions uh, from university, and I decided that uh, that was what um, we, my law firm was going to, to, to concentrate on. And I think it was mainly because there was um, an opportunity in the market to, to really focus our, our, our expertise on land law. Um, most law Perfect. firms in Zambia uh, uh, practice law in general, but we decided as a firm that we were, go- we were going to specifically just um, focus our expertise on land law. Wow. Yeah, that looks <laughs> like you have an interesting uh, story there. But, you know, the issue of land is so complex in Zambia, and I know mm-hmm. a lot of people uh, have questions, you know, regarding, you know, between the statutory tenure land and customary land. Could you tell us what's the difference between the land that is held by the chiefs, which is uh, Mm -hmm. customary tenure land, Mm -hmm. and the freehold, which is statutory? Can you tell us what the difference between those two is? Sure, sure. So we have two types of land in Zambia. So customary land is the land that is that is held by the chiefs on behalf of their subjects uh, for the good of the community this is this is the way that land has been held uh, traditionally in Africa and then we don't have leasehold land in Zambia leasehold land was was, uh, was abolished in 1975 uh, by, by the UNIP government so we only have uh, so we don't have freehold land in Zambia, so we only have leasehold land in Zambia. Okay. And yeah. uh, most leasehold land is where you, ha- you hold the land for 99 years. But if you had uh, freehold land before, uh, before 1975, it was converted into leasehold land, and that's held for 100 years. Okay. Perfect. So those are the two types of land tenure that we have in Zambia. Okay, so customary land, the, the customary land is not held on title deeds unless yeah. it is converted to statutory right. land, which then becomes a leasehold, and that's when you get a piece of paper saying that you are the the the, the, the holder of that leasehold interest in land, um, and it will have um, a lease attached to it. Uh, for a lease of 99 years of the land. And so, for example, if um, the, 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 the leasehold land, the, the, the lease, sorry, was issued in, 19, uh, in, in the year 2000, I will have the land for 99 years. But if I sell it on, the next person who then acquires the land will have the lease for 99 years, less the, the, the time that I have held the land for. Oh, I see. So that's quite a quite a description there. So what's the first step that anybody who intends to buy land should should we think whether you want leasehold or whether you have a better chance going for customary land? What do you, you think have a better chance. especially? Yeah, go ahead. You have a better chance getting leasehold land in Zambia. The the process of converting uh, customary land to 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 statutory land or state land is 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 um, quite involving. It's not impossible. It 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 is done very often, 
but um, I would suggest that people don't go for customary land because of the process of, of, of converting customary to state land. And I, I would, um, the easiest way that I would uh, recommend is to, buy, is to buy land that is already on title, which is the leasehold state land. Okay. So the yeah. process of converting, so one of the things I think that is making people un, uh, get unsettled is uh, the pricing mm -hmm. of uh, land, for example, mm -hmm. around Osaka. So if somebody mm -hmm. figures that if I go to a chief, say, in Chongwe, and I get statutory land, you know, under customary tenure, what does mm -hmm. the process look like to convert that to leasehold? Okay. So the process, let me just open my this document that I have in front of me. The process is quite lengthy, as I said. It's quite lengthy. So okay. what, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not impossible. It takes a bit of time, uh -huh. uh, but it's, it's not impossible. And, of course, uh, customary land um, is most likely to be cheaper than 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 leasehold land mm -hmm. because they, they, there's no title uh, to it yet but these days land prices are going up simply because of demand so um the further out of lusaka or the further out of the urban area you go obviously the, the cheaper the land will be yeah okay so um you have to make con uh, extensive consultations with uh, a chief before you acquire uh, customary land. So a chief has to, uh, you have to make consultations because if there's anybody who has a claim to the land, your mm -hmm. title, the title deed that you get when you convert customary to, to leasehold land may be, may be declared to be void if there's a prior claim to the land. So that's why there's, there's, there's a lengthy process of consultation where you have to go to the chief. The chief gives his, con, um, gives his consent in writing on their personal letterhead to an applicant, giving him a piece of land. Uh, that letter of consent is then taken to the local uh, authority, as, uh, for example, um, Lusaka City Council, for example, uh, to be assigned a surveyor who is going to prepare a layout, uh, a layout plan. Um, after this layout plan is produced, you then fill in an application form to convert statutory tenure into leasehold tenure. The chief then undertakes more consultations to make sure that you know, he, uh, the, um, the, the boundaries of the, the land is not going to infringe on anyone else's land. The council itself, the local authority will also make its own investigations into um, into the land and to make sure that there's no conflict between uh, statutory land and, um, and, the, and, and the state land. Once the council is happy and they approve the application, they then take the approval to the local local authority and the and who then write a letter of recommendation to the, the commissioner of land based at, at the Ministry of Lands in Lusaka. Survey diagrams are prepared and approved. The commissioner of lands issues a letter of offer. Mm -hmm. uh, lease charges are paid to the Ministry of, of Lands, and uh, thereafter, uh, title, title deeds are prepared. 
So it's, it's quite a lengthy process. But but once you make sure that you you you, you take extensive uh, consultations and the, and there are no uh, claims to statutory land, to land you yeah. know once you have title. Uh, once you have title deeds, you are considered to be the, the, the owner of that of that land, as long as there's no prior claim. Perfect. So we have um, our patron queen, Madam uh, Helen Sitchinger, here on Madam Sitchinger. Uh, we have uh, Mrs. Palotia Muiko, who's uh, our land and contract law expert, helping us navigate uh, through the opportunities and challenges of buying land in Zambia. Madam Sitchinger. Go ahead, introduce yourself, and if you have a question, please ask. Uh, good afternoon, uh, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the weekend. Uh, since I just came on, I will just uh, listen in for a few minutes as we go along so I uh, present my questions. I am the vice chairperson of the Chicago Association. That's the Zambian Heritage Association of Chicago of which uh, Mr. Blair is also a trustee on that board. Um, so for now, I will listen in for a few minutes as we go along. Thank you, Madam Helen Tuchinga. It's a pleasure to have you. And we have a few callers online. You will get an opportunity to ask questions, but right now we're just trying to make the most of uh, the time and ask a few questions about the 30-minute mark. We will uh, open up the phone lines and people will be able to ask questions. So... Um, Mrs. Mwiko, uh, so the, what is the predominant way that people are acquiring land right now? Uh, I know the leasehold probably is the most preferred way, but do you think that is a predominant way? Because I understand from reading uh, the background that the majority of land in Zambia is held under customary tenure. So yes. probably that's what's driving the cost of uh, land in Osaka. So is that uh, is, yes. is leasehold still the predominant way that people acquire land? Um, it depends. Look, if you have access to a loan and you can afford to uh, to buy uh, leasehold land in Lusaka or any of the big um, urban areas, Livingston, um, Kitwe, Ndola, if you've got... If you've got access to funds, you can buy um, leasehold land. But, um, yes, I, I think the majority of Zambians are, are going the, the customary land route because, you know, not everybody can afford to get a loan from the bank. You know, people want to have that, um, those title deeds uh, to 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 hold a security to a bank uh, for them to be able to afford um, uh, to, to be able to, to be eligible for the loan. Sorry, so I would say that if you if you have the funds, people are going for leasehold land. But most people who are starting out, and those people who want to acquire large tracts of land, for example, for for farming, they are going for customary land and converting that to state land. Not not everybody wants to convert the the customary land to state to state land. Um, I would recommend that you do because because there are no title deeds to customary land. So therefore, if there's a dispute, for example, it's difficult for you. It's it's harder for you to prove your claim than if you have title deeds. 
Yep, perfect. So hopefully everybody remembers who their chiefs are. <laughs> We're going to take yes. a short interlude <laughs> so you can cut some water. <laughs> then we'll come back right after this promo ends. Thank you. Hello, everybody, wherever you are. You're listening to the Zanews Blog Radio Show, the official platform for the Zambian diaspora in the United States. Please tune in every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Call in at 3195-2762-19 to join in. Remember, we are stronger together, Ubuntu. Hello, everybody, wherever you are. Okay, so we're back. and mm-hmm. We're still continuing, but I'm Helen. Do you still have a question? You've listened for a while. Yes. You, um, you still want to... Yes, I do. Um, you were mentioning about the customary land, uh, the tenure, customary tenure land. So how do we convert? Because I do have some customary land back home. I just haven't figured out how I can get my title days. So how would one get converted? To obtain okay. She's going to have to repeat. So, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, yeah. Mrs. Winkle. <laughs> I'll just quickly uh, repeat the, the, the process again. Uh, basically, you have to make extensive consultations with the chief and the people in the area to make sure that the customary land that you want to convert to state land, nobody else has claim to that. Okay. So mm-hmm. the, the chief will then give his written consent uh, uh, that he's given you a, a, a particular piece of land. And that letter of consent will then be taken to the local authority. Uh, and the local authority is then going to prepare layout plans, okay, to show exactly where that piece of land is um, in, in Zambia. Uh, the applicant will then have to fill in an application form for the conversion of customary land to to leasehold land. Um, And uh, in the meantime, the chief will will also be making consultations uh, to make sure that uh, nobody's land is infringed upon and nobody's nobody's customary rights are, are, are are infringed upon. Um, the council will also make its, its uh, investigations to ensure that there's no conflict between statutory and, uh, and leasehold land. And after they are happy that there's no conflict, they will then um, uh, approve the application for the conversion um, to, to state land. The, 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 the local authority or, or the, the council will then write a letter of recommendation to the Commissioner of Lands at the Ministry of Lands, who will then uh, have survey diagrams prepared and approved. The Commissioner of Lands will then issue a letter of offer to the applicant. And once the applicant pays all the, all the, all the fees applicable, they're, they're not much, um, he will then um, prepare a lease, which will, be, which will be attached to the certificate of title for the now converted statutory land. Perfect. Thank so, you. Thank uh, you. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, Madam Helen. Did you have a follow up? No, I was just saying thank you. Yes. So go ahead, Mr. Jones. Attached to the certificate of So that's that's perfect. And uh, one of the things uh, that people uh, want to make sure that uh, that they don't get into trouble with. So when it comes to buying land. 
should somebody mm. who's trying to buy land, for example, take a, a there are some people that are out there with a, a letter of offer that was given to them by the Ministry of Lands, and then mm-hmm. they turn around and try and sell land. Should a potential buyer like me take uh, that letter of offer from the Ministry of Lands as proof that that person has claimed to the land that they're selling? Is that good enough? I would recommend that you don't do that. I would recommend that, you, that before you pay over any money to the person who had a letter of offer from the Ministry of Land, just make sure that they have, they have started the process of getting the title deed to that land. For me, a letter of offer is proof that they've been offered the land. It's not proof that they actually own the land. For me, only title deeds are proof that you own the land. Yeah. Okay, so hmm. the first step really that anybody who wants to buy land should be talking to a lawyer because this Absolutely. is how we get into these uh, quagmires, you know, where yeah. people get defrauded. So, Madam Helen, you have a question for her? We want to alternate between uh, me and uh, for gender equality, obviously. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. all right, so... um and where would we find the title deed? Let's say um, this person has come to me with a letter of offer. Uh, does the council mm-hmm. keep the registry of title deeds, or where would you get proof? Because I know somebody can forge title deeds, but how do you get the original one? And where would you obtain that? Because people have been uh, defrauded with uh, land offers in Zambia. Actually, being presented Absolutely. with title deeds. Yes to find out that those titles are actually not valid. True. So the Ministry of Lands has what is called the Lands and Deeds Registry. Okay? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. They, they have a record of, of every piece of leasehold land in Zambia. Okay? It's, it's on record. And the, and, and, and the record, the electronic record, by the way, will show the history of, of, of how those deeds came, you know, came about. Okay? So mm-hmm. you, before you buy land, one of the, 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 the duties or, or, yeah, the duties of, the, of, of your lawyer as a purchaser is that your lawyer will then have to ascertain that, those, that the, the, the claim to the land by the seller is actually, is actually real that the title deeds that he's holding are real and that, and, that the, and that that property is registered at the Lands and Deeds Registry of the Ministry of Lands. Okay? If it is not registered at the Lands and Deeds Registry and the title deeds, it means that those title deeds are fake. Okay. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, so that, Yeah, that, that's that's a key piece of information there. So thank you, Madam Helen, yeah. for asking that question. So regarding the registry, uh, and that was one of my key questions because um, I'm key on data. So one of the things that when I look back at uh, the history of land in Zambia, of course we went through mm-hmm. a period where the British had, uh, you know, set up uh, through the government of Northern Rhodesia had set up that initial registry. So when we mm-hmm. picked it up, first with the, the 1975 Act and uh, even the, the, the recent Act, the one that's 2016 mm-hmm. right now, 
has there been continuity from when the first deed was issued? Are all those records available? And yes, are they centrally located? Still? Yes. The, 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 every record of leasehold land in Zambia is on the Lands and Deeds Registry. Yes. Wow. Perfect. So are those deeds online? Can somebody say, can I, can I access those from anywhere in the world, or do I need somebody in Zambia to no. go to the actual you, ministry? You and make an yeah, you, you have to go to the actual ministry, and then, you know, um, you, you give them the, the, the property number, they, they type it in, and then, and then, you know, a whole history of the land will, will come up. But you can't access that uh, information online just as yet. Madam mm-hmm. Helen, your turn. I'll have a follow-up question, mm-hmm. but I'll defer to you for now. Okay. Um, what about the li- the lease? I don't know how it's phrased, but uh, how long is somebody entitled to a land? Uh, let's say I have a plot in Chongwe, and mm-hmm. I haven't been building mm-hmm. on it. How long would I be mm-hmm. able to hold that property with me, and then um, with the rate, the land rate, do I still continue paying mm-hmm. for the tenure of I have my land? Because uh, I know at one point when I was in Zambia, I was told you are entitled to this land for 99 years, and then if you don't build mm-hmm. anything in that period of 99 years, then the council or the Ministry of Land seizes your property. Is that a fact? Or once you purchase that land, it's yours? Hello? Hello? Yeah, did, did Hello? you hear the question? Okay. Uh, she, she was asking yes. about the, the lease. I'm sure it's 99 years. So she's asking yeah. how, if you get tight, or how long do you lay claim to the land? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yes, you're right. Um, let Most lease uh, hold properties in Zambia are for 99 years. But, for example, if um, you... Some, sometimes if you, if you convert customary to, to state land and, and you want to, for example, uh, use it for a, for a farm, you know, a large piece of area, they will normally give you 14 years sometimes. And then uh, thereafter, it's, it's, it's fairly easy for you to convert. After the 14 years expire, you will then convert it to, to, ni- to 99 years. Okay. Um, I can't remember the exact length of time that somebody is given, like, for example, 99 years um, without developing the land uh, before it's, it's taken away from them. Um, I, I, I will send you an email first thing on, uh, on Wednesday morning after the holiday just, just to answer that question, Blair, uh, the, the exact time. But you're given a specific uh, amount of time to develop your land. If you don't develop your land, you, um, the government might come and take that land away from you. But, but it's, it's, a, it's a sizable amount of time, maybe about five to ten years, but I just have to get the, the, the exact uh, uh, length of time. I, I, I don't want to, 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 um, to, to give something false information on, on the show. I know. Okay. Uh, so, thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. So go okay. ahead. Mr. So what? Mm-hmm. So uh, the 
actually just sparked my mind because uh, one of the things that we've seen sitting in uh, in diaspora here is uh, the amount mm-hmm. of land that is being sold in Zambia. Mm-hmm. I, I might be wrong, but predominantly when I look at uh, homemates, when I look at all these people that are selling land, mm-hmm. uh, most of uh, we know Zambia has uh, gone through a period where we had settlers from you know. England mm-hmm. and you know where where, mm-hmm. where Northern Rhodesia was. We 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 know our history, and it mm-hmm. seems to me that most of the land, especially around Lusaka, is in uh, the white Zambians' hands. For example, Galonia Farms, uh, mm-hmm. the place that's called Minwood right now, used to be mm-hmm. part of Galonia Farms. So, one of the questions that keeps uh, coming up is. Uh, if the lease or title is tied to a period of time, because we all, we all know that all the land is vested in the presidency, and he's the one that mm-hmm. alienates the land for a period of time. Mm-hmm. So if the, the yeah. person that applied for the title passes, do does his estate carry on claim to the, the, the initial 99 years or... Is is there a restart of that? I just wanted to know that. Okay, so if okay, first of all, let me just um, clear up something that you 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 brought up. You said that Galoon and the the old white uh, settlers um, are selling off their land. You know, the old white settlers had so much land that they that was undeveloped. And the mm-hmm. population of Lusaka and and the other big urban areas in Zambia was growing so much, and they had all they, there was all this undeveloped land that was owned by the white settlers. So the government said to them, "If you don't develop the land yourself, you're going we're going to take it away from you, and we're going to offer it to um, to 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 Zambians." Yes. So what most of them did was that rather than have the, the government take that land away, they have subdivided the land and yes. they have since sold it on. To, to to Zambians, which is which is a good idea. You know, I, I think they they realize they'd rather get some money out of the the vast tracts of land they had than give mm-hmm. it to the government and, and and get no money at all. So that that that's how Meanwood came about because I think I think Galoon was probably forced to um to sell off some of the land he had that was not being used. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's but a good clarification. If, Thank you for saying yes, that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But if if I let's say I I buy a piece of land a, a leasehold land let's say mm-hmm. uh, example in Rhodes Park in Lusaka okay and 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 the lease for that piece of land uh, say started in 1960 okay and it's it's a 99 year lease yes. so from 1960 uh, that lease will run for 99 years up to 2059 mm-hmm. okay. So as so, once I die, uh, the law will take over. The once I die, uh, the um, my estate will then transfer that land to my beneficiaries, uh, whether or not I have uh, a, a will. So if I have a will, uh, the land will uh, the land will uh, will be transferred into my daughter or whoever I leave the land to. And if I don't have a will, that we have uh, an interstate succession act in Zambia that determines, you know, what what will happen to to the land after that. 
Yeah. So, so and then and then the, the new owner <clears throat> will then hold the land um, for 99 years, less the the number of years that that I, the original owner, had the land for. Oh, so it's concurrent. Okay, I see. Yes. Yeah. So, um, Madam Helen. Yeah, coming back to uh, what you said that the state will determine who will own the land. Uh, I have a certain mm-hmm. issue where a parent died. He had, um, like, a, he was survived by a wife. Uh, previously, mm-hmm. he was married and divorced, and the children are grown. So the man died, and he has a lot of children that uh, are now fighting for that land. Right now, it's in the court of law mm-hmm. as to who gets it. Mm-hmm. So. How come mm-hmm. you saying that the state will determine who gets what? Because I know sometimes it's supposed to be a percentage of this, a percentage of that to some uh, to the beneficiaries. But in this case, there was nothing to that effect. So it, it depends. Okay. So if I died with with a will, my mm-hmm. the executors of my estate will carry out my my wishes under the will. And that's how mm-hmm. and that's how the land will then be divided amongst my beneficiaries. Okay, the the the, mm-hmm. the the state does not come in as long as somebody leaves a valid will. Okay, now if somebody leaves an invalid will or had no will at all, the interstate succession act will then be used to divide uh, to to divide up the land or to divide the okay. estate of the of the deceased. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So please leave a will if you have okay. land in Zambia or land anywhere. I know, right? Okay. Yeah. Anything. You have to leave a will yeah. for everything these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that's so yeah. That's another good avenue. About, yeah. Can you email us uh, also about the interstate uh, act? Are you able sure. to email I, I, some I documents or some information on that? Uh, sure. I will. I you you can access the act online. I'm sure. I'll just send Blair the name of the okay. of, of the act. Yeah, but you but you might want a lawyer to interpret the 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 wording of the act for you. You might, but you could have a look okay. at it. And if you've got any questions, just you know ask the lawyer to help you interpret what you don't understand. Okay, so we're going to have an interlude, and after this, all the mics, we have a lot of callers online that are waiting to ask okay. questions. So after the uh, interlude, we'll open up all the phones, and uh, we'll give everybody a chance to ask a question, and then uh, we'll move on from there. So after this, all the phones will be open. All right. Hello everybody, wherever you are, you are listening to the Zanus Blog Radio Show, the official platform for the Zambian diaspora in the United States. Please tune in every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Call in at 3195276219 to join in. Remember, we are stronger together, Ubuntu. Right, so we have Hello everybody, wherever you are, you are listening to the Zanus Blog Radio Show, the official platform for the Zambian diaspora in the United States. So we're back, and we're going to give a chance to the people online to ask questions. So we have uh, a caller whose number ends in 2621. Please go ahead and ask. It's 
524-2621. Go ahead and ask your question. Hello, hello, Vana Blair. This is Charles from Florida. Hey, Akateka. Uh, <laughs> hello, Mr. Charles. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? You're fine. Okay. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the, uh, uh, the, the time. I think this is very, very important considering that um, a lot of our people um, have lost money before because uh, they didn't have a structured process where you know, they engaged an attorney to help them with uh, the processes of buying land in Zambia. Uh, yes, so I appreciate you taking time for this. It's very, very, very important. Now, there is also, um, I understand that they are the, when, when you talk about the offer letters, are those offer letters from the city councils? I believe the, the, the land that's going to be on title. I think people start the process from city councils, like the city councils give them the offer letters. So are those considered the offer letters from the Minister of Lands, or that's just one part they get to be another one? Uh, that's the first question. And the sec- uh, second question is, what's the... Um, Let me ask the first question. Can... <laughs> what was that? Hi, Charles. Let me ask the first one first, okay? Okay. Um, so, um, uh, a few years ago, the councils were able to issue uh, letters of offer directly from, from the... Uh, to 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 the public, I understand that some councils I think still have that power, but I'm not sure if the Lusaka City Council is still able to do that. I, I know there was there was a law that was passed that that uh, converted uh, city council land to just um, normal normal state land. So I um, yes, the city council may. Uh, offer land directly to the public, but uh, but I'll, I'll have to check that. But I I do know that the, most of the offers of land are issued by the Ministry of Lands currently. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah. So the the second part is because this uh, I remember not long ago in Kitwe, somebody had a letter of some sort that I believe was written by the council. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they they are trying to sell that piece of uh, of land, saying they can transfer that offer to another person and and and, and sell sell the land. So is that still doable? Do people do that, or what's the process for transferring those? Uh, I think you talked about it, but uh, these offers from the council, that, for example, in Kitwe, uh, what's the mm-hmm. process like? Can they still transfer that offer to another person and sell that? Well, yes. Um, most likely you, you, you can do that. But I would not recommend anybody buying land based on a letter of offer. Always insist that the person who's selling you the land goes through the process of acquiring title deeds to, those, uh, to that land before they sell it on. Otherwise, you are going to be lumped with the, with, with the, with the procedure of converting, uh, of, sorry, of getting title deeds to the land that is on offer. I mean, there, there's, there's no reason why somebody can't, can't get um, uh, title deeds uh, or based on, a, on, on, a, on, a, on an offer of land. All right. Oh, thank you so much. 
Thank you, Bernard Charles. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for asking that question. Bernard Charles is part of the Zanus leadership. He's the president of the okay. Zambians in Florida. Okay. Madam uh, Charles, uh, sorry, can I, can I just, uh, just clarify something else? You know, um, people are given sure. letters of offer, okay? And, and, and some people will sit on these letters of offer for years and years and years. Um, I, I, you know, I, I really don't understand why people don't secure a title to the land by just by not getting a title deed. I mean, we, we, I see it so many times in my practice. Somebody will sit on a letter of offer for, 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 for 20 years, you know? There's, or, or, right. or somebody will sell land which is already on, on, on title to somebody else, but they won't go through the process of actually uh, transferring the land from the seller to the buyer. That is very dangerous. Anything can happen. So I, I, I urge everybody in the diaspora to make sure that, that even if, if they have acquired a piece of land and they don't have title to it, please do so soon. You never know what might happen. Please okay. just do so soon. Oh. Thank you so That's much. Okay. Uh, Madam Helen, right. you had a question? Go ahead. Yeah, just a question. So, yes, you said uh, if I get a lot letter of offer of land, I have to make sure I have the title date. Now, here I am here. Uh, we had an incident uh, a few years back where we had a gentleman who came here and was selling land. People, I think a few people opt into that option, but I guess there was an mm-hmm. issue with uh, what we're talking about the uh, title date. Now, here I am, I'm not able to go home, like, to go and get a title that signed in my name or transferred mm-hmm. in my name. How do I do it? I'm here in the diaspora. Mm-hmm. Um, is the Minister of Land working with the diaspora desk here for us to be able to obtain uh, title while I'm out here? Mm-hmm. Because I know you need to present your reg, your passport, or, if we, you know, your ID for you to get that. How do I do it remotely? Online services. You hire a lawyer. Tell him. You hire a lawyer to get those title deeds for you. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Simple. Or always involve a lawyer when you are buying mm-hmm. land. Um, let me just add that we lawyers all have to, we are regulated by the Law Association of Zambia. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, and we we pay uh, every year. We pay a, a subscription to the Law Association of Zambia, and in that subscription, there's a small there, there's an amount of money that that, that is held that, that is paid into an indemnity fund. So when a lawyer messes up, you have the the security that lasts as long as the or the the the, the, the um, you. They will debar um, the person that's the airing. <laughs> well, they'll debar the person, but but they they will also give you uh-huh. back your money. That's that's why we pay that money into a fund. So at least you, you've you've got you've got security in that we have the indemnity fund as law association of Zambia, and also we you know our ethics you know demand that we give that we that we provide a a, a service to our 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 clients. Okay. So, if, so if a lawyer has a reputation of not getting time to deep for for his clients, you know, he won't he won't get clients. You know, the, the he will be crowded out by the good lawyers who who are have a reputation of 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 being ethical and getting time to deep for their for their for their for their clients. Yes, but you also have the added uh, benefit of protection from the indemnity fund. Thank you so much for explaining Thank that. And, and actually, this is why we are creating this platform so we can find goodwill partners on the ground 
who understand the challenges that the Zambians in diaspora face. So I want to be fair to the people that are online. 404-751-6801. Do you have a question? Your mic is open. Okay. Uh, we, we also have 317. 317-508-4182. If somebody wants to go ahead. Hello, Blair, this is Charles again. Oh, go um, ahead, Brother Charles. Yes, I'm head of a situation where uh, somebody was trying to acquire traditional land. Now, this mm-hmm. land is already assigned to somebody, and the person who currently uh, who is uh, the current assignee wanted to pass it on to this other person so that they say they can go together to the chief and say, I, I want to let go of this land so that it can be, you know, this traditional land can be this other guy's name. You, are, are you, have you heard of anything like that? Does, does that work in the first place? Uh, where you, 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 you relinquish your, um, your, your claim on land? Yeah. I don't see why, why that can't happen. Yeah, as, okay. as long as you're not being forced to do so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, but remember, you when you are converting customer land to, to, to state land, uh, you must make sure that the chief does extensive consultations to make sure that there's nobody else who's got claim over that land. Okay. okay yeah, once, this is a person who, who has it. Land, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry, please. go ahead. Well, I was saying this is, this is a person who currently has it, and they're trying to pass it to a different person. So, you know, uh, under whatever agreement they had, so they're saying, well, I can, uh, I can give it to you. Yeah. So. Okay. Yes, as long as the chief is involved and as long as uh, the, the chief uh, consents to the transfer, if the land is not on title yet um, and, and the seller wants to, to, to sell the land to a buyer, as long as the chief approves, of the of the of, of the transaction, then I think and and the whole you follow the procedure to convert the customary to state land. There, there shouldn't be a problem there. Okay, and uh, uh, it's advisable that even at that the beginning of that process that our, uh, an attorney or a lawyer is involved in that process, just to make sure, especially that somebody yes. in that diaspora. Yes, okay, absolutely, correct. absolutely. Always, always use a lawyer when buying and selling land. Perfect. Okay, in, great. In fact, I, I believe the lawyers. Believe the the lawyers. Yes, go ahead, please. Oh, sorry. sorry I was saying that the, the law states that only lawyers can deal with the transfer of land. Yeah. Okay, great. That is so I believe what I'm has a contract, uh, right? That we can, uh, if one people want to, you know, do some transactions or whatever, I can contact you on. Absolutely, oh, yes. yes. Uh, Blair has my email address, so he he can he can pass my email address on to anybody who wants to contact me uh, for the no, sale of land. 
Okay. Yeah, Thank actually, you. I just wanted to make clear that we have uh, is a news database which is linked into uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a professional database where you know you sign yourself up, you tell you tell yourself you tell LinkedIn what you do, and there's okay. a Zambian group for the Zambian Diaspora Network. And okay. There's a, and that's how I actually found out about. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Falotia Mwiko, uh, because, mm-hmm. you know, once you connect to so many Zambians, it links you to other Zambians mm-hmm. who have expertise oh, that yeah. you might need. So this is one of uh, the benefits of us, you know, having a platform that's structured, and uh, we're just hearing now that, you know, if you want to buy land, you got to do it the right way. The Land Act yeah. is online. You can read the text of the law. And one of the mm-hmm. questions that I had for you, Mrs. Michael, mm-hmm. is uh, regarding uh, the process. So we're still mm-hmm. here. A person says, I have this land, and I'm selling it to you for, right now I'm looking at HomeNet, selling land around mm-hmm. the Bonanza development area. It's like okay. 100,000 U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a lot of money, <laughs> and so I, I gather they they must have a, a title to that land. And yes. <clears throat> the first step that I wanted, I'm so glad you mentioned you have to consult a lawyer, but do we still have mm-hmm. challenges with this surveyor? For example, I was asking the person selling the the land, what are the coordinates? Can I look? What's the GPS? You're telling mm-hmm. me it's a hectare, but how do I verify the physical land? So do we still have an issue? Because one of the issues that was identified a couple of years ago was that the Ministry of Land does not have enough surveyors. So when somebody mm. says, give me a title to this land, you have to have a surveyor go mm. and mark the place. That's how the title is issued. So do we still have enough surveyors? to go around and make sure that uh, they're issuing title for specific land that people want to buy? Yeah. I I personally don't think we have enough surveyors at the Ministry of Land, but the Ministry of Land, you know, they make do with with, with, uh, with those who are there. And I think the, the, the lack of numbers will attribute to the, to the length of time it takes for you to get a survey diagram from the Ministry of Land. I don't, I don't think they have, they have enough. They're, you know, people are, people are um, transacting in land every day. You know, it's, 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 um, it's, it's, uh, it's a big business. So the ministry really has to step up on the number of uh, surveyors that they have, in, in my opinion. Somebody else might, might, might think differently. But um, they, I think they need to hire some more. I think on the surveyors part, you do have some private surveyors, don't you? Um, I know of, before I left home, there was a few private um, surveyors. Is that still a thing, or it's all now and a means of land? Yes, they are private surveyors who will go out and survey the land. But you know, the whole the whole process is controlled by the survey department at the Ministry of Land. Mm-hmm. So they yes, mm-hmm. they, they, they they will have to work with the survey department. But if, if the survey department is very, very busy, you know, they, you, know you, you have to wait your turn before you can, you, you can have your, your, your survey diagram process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
everything is controlled by the, by the, by the Minister of Lands. So, they, they, you know, if they're overwhelmed, then the process will be slow, no matter how many private uh, land surveyors you have. So that's Thank still you. an issue, in other words. The, the ministry, mm-hmm. we still have bureaucracy there. So, Madam Helen, did you have a follow-up question? Oh, I'm going to um, go back no. to our online callers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyone on the phone that is willing, all the mics are open, so if you want to ask a question, please go ahead. All the mics are open. Uh, hi, brother. This is Dara from the Any question? My brother from ATL, go ahead. Uh, yes, uh, thank you very much for having our guest. She's very knowledgeable and I'm very impressed. So I have my own land issues on my own that I'll probably need to follow up with. Her. But I had a question in general. Uh, can I great. So when you're trying to purchase land, because it's something that our family always thinks about, and we want to identify a lawyer that specifically focuses uh, on land, how do you go about identifying that particular lawyer, given that I've noticed most Zambian lawyers don't advertise their services. I don't know if that's my experience yeah. of this. Yeah, we're not allowed. Well, we, we've been allowed to advertise our services uh, in a limited way. Now we, we lawyers have websites. So, for example, if you go to fnclegal.com, you will find my law firm. On, 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 on the website, and a lot of, of lawyers now now have websites that you can that you can um, you can um, you know log on to and uh, you you select which which lawyer you want. But I I'm I'm online and I, and my my law firm are experts at uh, land transactions. So you know please do get in touch with me. Thank you very much. Madam Helen, do you have a question? Um, any online um, callers that we can that can call in? Yes, uh, all the op- all the phones are open. Again, uh, we want to make sure we give uh, people enough opportunity to ask questions. So please, if you have a questions, if you have a question, please just go ahead and uh, let us know who you are, where you're calling from, and then go ahead and ask your question. Anybody? Hello, um, this is Joyce. I'm calling from yes, Dallas, Madam. Texas. Welcome, Miss Joyce. Hi, Joyce. Yeah, welcome, Hi, Auntie. Go um, ahead. She's from. Uh, thank she's, you, uh, she's former president gentlemen. of uh, Texas. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for that introduction, and um, thank you for our host. Um, you are so knowledgeable, educating us in diaspora. But our um, plea to you is that now that you've heard um, our challenges here in diaspora, is there a way mm-hmm. you can encourage other attorneys or lawyers to advertise themselves so that we can be able to reach them um, and get all these transactions legally? And also, the second question is that, is there a way you guys there can really help us with the Ministry of Lands? Some of us have acquired land, and it takes almost two, three years to get a title. We don't know what's going on, uh, the bureaucracy in the government, but having heard our plea and our interest to relocate back home, 
and also just to acquire, you know, land as a, a means of wealth because it identifies us to whom we are. Is there a way you can help us in that regard? Thank you so much. So I'm sorry. Hello, I think I lost. Did we lose Yeah, if we lost her, I'll make sure I reconnect her and uh, as soon as possible, and I'll make sure that happens quick. Uh, but in the meantime, I'll just play a jingle. Uh, uh, let's keep talking, and I will make sure I get up. Hello, everybody, wherever you are. You are listening to the Zanews Blog Radio Show, the official platform for the Zambian diaspora in the United States. Please tune in every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Call in at 3195276219 to join in. Remember, we are stronger together, Ubuntu. Hello, everybody, wherever you are. You are listening to the Zanews Blog Radio Show, the official platform for the Zambian diaspora in the United States. Please tune in every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm cut. Call in at 319. Okay. So, so, Mrs. Miko, you're back, right? Yes, I'm here. Okay. So, Madam Joyce Chiwe from Texas, she used to be the president of the Zambian Association in Dallas. She asked a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, Madam President, can you repeat the question so Mrs. Michael can hear it? Yes, please. Um, I was saying before we lost you that um, um, after having heard what um, us in diaspora are really struggling with, uh, regarding acquiring land legal and having the documents that are required, is there a way you can disseminate this information to other lawyers or attorneys so that they can be, you know, known to us? Because you know, in the past, even some lawyers were not trustworthy; they've disappeared mm. with some clients' money, and you know, this transaction mm. of remote control. You really need someone that you can, you know, put in, in a trust in them in order for them mm-hmm. to transact with us. It's a business transaction. We also want reputable lawyers. And secondly, I was saying, is there a way you could, you know, you guys there in Zambia help us to push these um, uh, title or acquisition by making it a little faster, some of us had titles after acquiring land for almost two years. That's when we had the titles. And we kept on pushing. Our relatives really are on their toes because we give them so much pressure to flake back and forth mm. to the land. So those were the two questions mm. I was asking. Thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, look, just go online and search for lawyers in Zambia. Read their website and uh, ask um, ask your your relatives in Zambia what kind of reputation these lawyers have when it comes to h- how trustworthy they are. You know, do your ho- do your own homework. Um, most lawyers have their their law firm website up online. You know, just you know Google. Just type in lawyers in Zambia 
a whole list of them will come up, you know, ask around. You can ask the Law Association of Zambia. I, I'm not sure if they'll recommend anybody. I, I'm not sure. But ask your relatives who the reputable law firms in Lusaka are. And, you know, and, and um, make up your, you know, make up your mind who you want to, to, to deal with. But um, I'm sure the, the lawyers with a bad reputation uh, will, be, will be rooted out by the, the, the peop- hopefully the people who, who, who you ask. And just look, uh, when you're on the website, look at how much uh, experience they have in, in land transactions. Um, mm. Yeah, and then, and then make up your mind from there. Yeah. But believe me, I, my, my law firm is, up, is, is online. I am not going to tell other lawyers you know, to, to, to market themselves because I market myself. So obviously I, I want as many clients to come to me. So I'm not going to tell the other lawyers <laughs> in Zambia to go, on, to go online. No. <laughs> Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. Homework. Yeah. yeah. Do your Just homework. Ask, ask your relatives in Zambia who is reputable, and they'll, they'll be able to help you. So Thank Madam you. President Thank Chibu, you. Did you have a follow-up question? Uh, no, mm-hmm. I think um, she clearly, okay. you know, um, answered my question. Thank you so much. I have a question, mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. Miko. So do we still have, uh, a, I know traditionally the men have laid claim to land the most. So do we still have the gender disparity between uh, um more men owning land versus women. Can you speak to that? Uh, yes, I, I think that's only because uh, men have had more access to funds to enable them to acquire land in the past. I mean, women these days they're, they're getting educated. Mm-hmm. They are yeah. they have they have control of their own money. So many women are buying are buying land in Zambia. I think the 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 the, the, the hindrance was always money. I, I don't think that today a bank will, will will discriminate between a man and a woman when giving a loan. I think all the bank wants to know is that they're going to get their money back. And and, and personally, <laughs> I think that women are more serious yeah, about paying loans back yeah, than, exactly, than men. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, the old hindrances of women being denied land, maybe um, traditionally, a man will probably leave his land to his son, maybe, and skip his wife or skip his daughters. But, uh, you know, people are becoming very sophisticated these days. They're, 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 even the, the order in man in chief is, is leaving a will, you know, mm-hmm. to determine, you know, what, what should happen to, to his estate, which includes his, his, um, his immovable land. Uh, yes, I'm sure there, there, there will be cases of women being disadvantaged. But I think that's only where probably for customary land or where they, they just don't have access to, to money to acquire the land. So thank you okay, so much for that information. Okay, I have a question on that one. Yeah, go okay, ahead. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you were talking about uh, women now having access to loans from the bank to buy land. Um, mm-hmm. Let's say a woman maybe with not much on her hands, she goes to the bank to get a loan. Mm-hmm to buy land, what mm-hmm. surety would that person present to the bank? Because this is the first time a landowner trying to buy some land. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, is there a lawyer that's supposed to be involved? So how would that person Absolutely. get that loan? Yes. Yeah. So first of all, you talk to your bank. 
you agree on the you agree on the terms. So what the bank is going to do is that the bank is going to use the land that you buy as collateral for the loan. Okay. If you've got nothing else. Yes. All mm-hmm. you have to show the bank is that you're able to repay the loan that they give you. And most, most of the time, they will, they will accept a payslip. You know, they, they have their own criteria of, of uh, conditions mm-hmm. you must meet when you want to acquire land. Yes, but as long as the woman is employed, she's in control of her own money. I, I don't see a bank saying no to giving her a loan, honestly. So you have to yeah. be I in think employment the women are, get a loan. Right. What if you have? You, have you don't have to show. You have to show that you're. You have to show okay, that you're well, able to, to pay the loan back. Okay. If you, so, so if you if you're not in employment, you you present a, a, a business plan, and how you're going Great. to pay that money back. All the bank Great. is interested in is are we going to get our money back? Okay. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any other follow-up question? Uh, the lines are open again on uh, all the callers. If you have a question, please ask. Uh, we're trying to make sure we are fair between the moderators and uh, those of us that are speaking. We want to make sure you have a chance. So anyone on the phone line who wants to ask a question? Hello, uh, my name is Nasilele. I'm calling you from the Hoja State. Um, hey, I love being a little bit. My hey, how are you? <laughs> how are you? Go ahead. Free reign for you. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry. I logged in a little bit late. I forgot. I logged in 40 minutes late, so I don't know um, much of what she has discussed. I just want to thank you, Mr. Blair, for hosting this show. I also want to thank Madam Tandiwe for being online and giving us the experts for buying the land. So I live in, um, let's say I live in the diaspora. I'm trying to buy land in Zambia, mm-hmm. but I don't have any information mm-hmm. of anyone selling the land. I know you being the lawyer and an, mm-hmm. ex- and, and an expert, are you able, do you have access to people that are selling lands? Do they contact you? Because you're in that position uh, of advising people. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, if you want to buy land, the first thing you do is you, you contact an estate agent. Go online, type in uh, estate agents in Zambia. They'll come up, contact okay. them, find the land. Yeah, they're, I think they're, they're the, the estate agents are the ones who connect the buyer and the seller. So, so they will be your best bet. You only, the lawyer will most likely only come in when you've agreed the terms of payment and then you want you want to 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 draft a contract of sale, and 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 and, uh, and yeah and and conclude your transaction. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's wonderful. Because I know I left Zambia a long time ago, so I didn't even know that they even have estate oh. agents. Uh, I know that really? time I think it was difficult oh, to purchase land, even find anyone that's selling land. <laughs> Wow. You'd be surprised that wow. even Remax is uh, is got an office in Zambia. You know, Remax, the the really? that we know in America. Yeah, they really, do. they have an but office in Zambia. We would rather use yeah, Falotia and uh, <laughs> Mweko. Uh Legal practitioners. <laughs> yeah, that's who would rather All right, use. Now you've you've given us information and. Uh, we we have a relationship now because people have talked to you. They, you know, they've mm-hmm. asked you questions. They have a feel of what you know. So, mm-hmm. any other follow up, Onasilere? Uh, 
So uh, actually, uh, thank you so much. Know that now we have reputable organizations that help people to purchase land because I know there was a lot of uh, difficulties and challenges people buying property in Zambia, especially when you live abroad. Yeah. Not only those people that live yeah. abroad, even the people that lived in Zambia, I know like you buy a land that is already occupied and the next time you realize you are being taken to court for having bought somebody else's mm-hmm. land that was already bought by somebody else. So it's just good to know that now we have reputable organizations that we can, we can go through to buy, to purchase land. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for that information, yeah. Madam Stanley. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Zamb- Zambia has changed a lot, uh, you know, it's, yeah. you'll be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to going to Zambia as long as this, uh, as soon as this coronavirus is done. I'll be the first person okay. to fly into Zambia. <laughs> yeah. <Wonderful. laughs> Thank Wonderful. you so much. <laughs> Any other question on online? Anyone who's calling in who wants to ask a question, please go ahead. Okay. I guess we don't. So a follow up question, um Madam Helen, do you have a follow up question? No, not right now. Go ahead. Okay. My follow-up question is this. So mm-hmm. we engage right now. So if if I'm looking for, for land right now, and I know you've been mm-hmm. in this business for a while, and mm-hmm. I look you up, you're a real agent, a uh, real estate agent mm-hmm. in, registered in Zambia, mm-hmm. uh, and I ask you, I'm looking for an acre. Mm-hmm. And I make that pitch to you. What are you going to say to me? You're going to say you have uh, two plots. I looked up your website. You say you have two plots near State Lodge. Mm-hmm. Do you go beyond um, trying to fulfill what what I request, or you just offer Absolutely. me what you have available to you? Absolutely. Look, an asset agent wants to make money, so yeah, he's I going know. to connect as many sellers, as many sellers to to as many buyers as he can. Yeah. Okay. That's why I would so, suggest that you, you don't use just one estate agent. You, you contact right. a few and tell them what you want and uh, let them run around to, to, to get their commission. <laughs> and, and, and remember, you're not the buyer rarely pays an estate agent a commission. It's always a seller because the seller has registered uh, their land with mm-hmm. the, the estate agent and they've agreed that the estate agent will get a certain commission for, for, for marketing their, their land. Okay, which actually circles me back to the reason why you mentioned Galoon was getting rid of the land. Uh, mm-hmm. So I go to the ministry or somebody says they have title to this piece of land and I'm mm-hmm. prepared to, to buy it. They give it to me at an attractive price. How do I make mm-hmm. sure that there's no liens? They, they don't owe ground mm-hmm. rates? Because I looked up mm-hmm. the act, the land act. Mm-hmm. It is divided mm-hmm. into high cost, low cost. So the ground rates around uh, the airport are different from mm-hmm. an area that's far off. I think it's yes. 50,000 kwacha EA for the highest. And there's uh, Kitwe okay. dollar is like $20,000 kwacha per year. So how do I make sure um... that nobody if they didn't pay their ground rates for 10 years and they're trying to yeah. sell me this piece of land, and when I buy it, yeah. I get mm-hmm. this bill for 
20 or 10 years plus of ground rate. Yes. So How do I make sure I don't simple. fall into that hole? It's very simple. You get the, the, the property number, and you, you either uh, get a friend or preferably a lawyer to go and do a search. Remember I talked about the land and deeds registry at the Ministry of Land? Yeah. Yep. So, so yes, all, yes, yeah. yes, so yes, every, yes. All, all mm-hmm. the, all the mortgages, all the liens, any encumbrance must be mm-hmm. registered uh, on the lands and these registry. Yes. So, Unfortunately, it's not so the lawyer, right? it's, so you can't access it right now from America, but your lawyer can go to the ministry and they can get you a printout, which has a mm-hmm. history of all the transactions on that piece of land, including mortgages. Any liens, any encumbrance will, will, be, will be registered there. Okay, and then of course you make sure that when you, your lawyer is drafting your contract of sale, the contract of sale states that the land shall not be transferred or, or the the, um, the the purchase the full purchase price shall not be paid to the to, to the seller, but it will be paid to the seller's advocate, the lawyer, so that the lawyer makes sure that all those all the all the mortgages are discharged. All the loans are paid off. Any lien or encumbrance is removed from. Well, look, the Ministry of Land is not going to give consent to, to, to sell. It's called consent to assign if there's a lien or a mortgage on the property. No, no way. Okay? So we, we have a process of the, of the land transaction. And, and, and the first thing you do is that once you, you, you uh, agree on how you're going to pay for the land, it's reduced into a contract of sale. And then mm-hmm. the seller's lawyer will then get consent to assign from, from the seller to the buyer. The Ministry of Land is not going to issue consent to assign if there are any liens, mortgages, etc. on the property. You have to clear all those off before you can get consent. Oh, you and, answered and my the, question. The lawyer will explain. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, the, and, the, and the lawyer will explain all that to you. Okay. Madam yeah. Helen, you have a follow-up question? Um, not so to speak, but yes, um, a little bit away from the subject, but it's connected. So why is it that now we are seeing an influx of Chinese purchasing more land and um, it's like it's a, there's a preference for them to purchase land than Zambians? No, there isn't. They've got the money. So full stop. <laughs> Zambians have the land and they're choosing to sell to the Chinese. So it's all about the money yes. now. It's not really okay. Yes. All right, because all I know the they've even yeah. purchased and, and some land in the customary land. Uh, so how does mm-hmm. a Chinese purchase land in the customary land? I thought um, at one they point the that land was supposed but also mm-hmm. okay. They, they follow the yeah, process, but we're also down the, to the wire. So yeah, that that question is key. How do non-Zambians? Because yeah. even um, Remember how I started. Mm-hmm. Most of the land that's being sold right now is being sold by people that we know are non-Zambians. Mm-hmm. How is it? Well, because the text of the law okay. says you cannot. There yeah, are exceptions ahead. to the law. There are exceptions, Blair. Uh, and I can't remember exactly what section of the land act, but you'll find it where mm-hmm. it says that. Um, uh, uh, sorry, foreigners who've lived in Zambia for a long time and have acquired a resident permit can, can purchase land. 
And then foreigners. Yeah, just to be who, clear, can um, a non-Zambian purchase land? Can a non-Zambian just? Yes, because they so, are they are conditions to, to the rule that only Zamb. So there are exceptions to the rule that only Zambians can own land. Okay, so we've we, mm-hmm. we've got we've got the foreigner who's lived in Zambia for in excess of 15 years and has acquired a land uh, sorry, a, a resident permit. Okay, mm-hmm. they can acquire land. You can be uh, a comp- you, you can be a foreigner who has an investment license, and uh, so you can be a foreigner who is a, who has a company that has an investment license, and you and the you're therefore entitled to own land for a period of ten years. When the ten years expire, mm-hmm. you have to you have to you, you have to um, renew your investment license. If you don't renew your investment license, the land goes back to the state. And of course, nobody who's paid millions of dollars is going to allow the, the investment license to land. Okay. okay. Uh, and then you, you can be a foreigner who ha- who is a shareholder in a company incorporated in Zambia, where the where you you own uh, 24% of the shares in in the company. So the, so if you're, if you're going to incorporate a company without an investment license, you will need 76% Zambian shareholding. In that company, and 24% uh, foreign shareholding in that company. Okay. Okay. So, so the Chinese, the Chinese, and all the companies that are investing in Zambia are probably most likely going through the investment license route, or they're corporate mm-hmm. companies and uh, they are uh, bringing on Zambians um, on board. But most companies, most investors prefer the investment uh, license route. Okay, thank you for okay. that clarification. Could I have a question? Yeah, go ahead, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, my name is uh, Subulua. I'm calling you guys from uh, Wisconsin here. Uh, I'm Hi, sorry for joining the program late. Uh, I'm sure maybe you might have uh, covered uh, my question already, but uh, I have uh, two questions. Um, the first one is, is with regard to customary land. And the way I'm understanding it, in case of Barossa land, uh, the land is divided into two parts. One, one big chunk controlled by the BRE or the royal establishment, and then the other one to the state. But uh, I don't know if the lawyer can assist me here uh, in, a, in some knowledge. Like, okay, let's say you had acquired some land under the customary land, and uh, you want to change the Because they give you the paper with the title to that land when you get it. When they give it to you, uh, they will give you paperwork accompanying it. I don't know what is the process that you need to take to the central government to actually get the, the title the title from the land. If you have more knowledge on that, please uh, help me on that part. Um, uh, this, secondly, this will be the, the third time question. I'm asking I'm asking this question, Blair. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, sorry. sorry. The conversion sorry, of yeah. customary state land. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you have you have to you work with the chief who needs okay. to consent to a, uh, uh, to an applicant acquiring land in his area. The chief will then make sure that there's there's nobody else who uh, who's got who's got a right or a claim to that land. Okay. And then you go through the process of uh, applying for uh, with with the with the, the chief's written consent. You go to the local authority. They they do the survey diagrams. They 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 then contact the Ministry of Land, and the Ministry of Land will then 
We then um, give you a, a, an offer letter, and once you pay all the the, 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 the charges, you are then going to get your title deed from the Ministry of Land. But there, there, there's a process to it, and it involves extensive consultations by the chief, who must make sure that there's nobody else who has a claim on the land that, 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 that uh, somebody wants to convert from, from customary land to state land. Okay. No. That, thank you very much on that one. And uh, I'm asking because I've already I acquired this land a while back, like in 2010, and uh, development has been going on for the last five years. So I just figured out maybe if COVID goes away, I go on to do this process as well. Now that I have buildings there and investment okay. on the on the place, yeah. So yeah. I'm sure I'll try to get hold of your expertise. Look, Absolutely. You don't need to come to Zambia to make sure that you get the land. Just hire a lawyer who's going to help you get this, uh, get this land. Please don't wait okay. for COVID to be over. That's the process now. Okay. <laughs> we'll contact you, Mama. So, yeah, we'll contact you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, my brother, for asking that question. And you'll be, you'll be happy to know that most of the land in Zambia is held under customary tenure. And ninety um, percent yeah, of the land. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Is it still the case? Because I know the president can appropriate some land if they need to. Is yeah. it still the, that the latest figures I've seen? Right. Yeah, the figures I've seen is only only ten percent of the land is held by by um, is held Lethal. to leasehold. Oh, mm-hmm. right, beautiful. Because actually, I've heard uh, I, and I looked up the law. The, the number of districts under customary tenure are less than other districts. So all these things really? about people being defrauded, that's ten percent of the land. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's gratifying to know that you know we still own the land in, in Zambia. So yeah. everybody's phone is uh, unmute, please. If you have a question, we're down to the last uh, five minutes. So please ask your question now. Otherwise. Uh, we'll keep chatting away until the five minutes is is gone. Anybody on the phone that has a question? Uh, uh, this is Charles. Uh, Go ahead, uh, President Charles. Well, the lease is uh, said to be 99 uh, years. So is there any precedence that... I'm sorry, can uh, somebody mute their phone in the background? We're getting some background, I think, kids playing. Yeah, uh, I will unmute everybody else. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Brother Charles. Yes, so uh, I said if some, the, land, the land has been held by somebody, let's say, for 90 years, and then they sell it to the next person. So that means... That next person of the lease for nine, the remaining nine years. So, is there any precedent yeah. where a person loses the land because the lease ends, or is it? Mocha, you don't do that. Much? Yeah, she's answering that. You don't so do that. Probably. <laughs> Hello. Hello, I'm here. Hello. Oh, what is the question? Okay. So, is there any precedent that... It's a, it's a question up, on tenure. Yeah, so does it automatically renew, or is there any precedent that somebody loses the land because no. of the lease? <laughs> you, you have to apply for renewal. If, if you know that your, your tenure is coming up, you know, 
I would suggest that you you apply for it like a year in advance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the the government is, is 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 uh, look most likely the government will, will renew the the tenure as long as all the all the the rates and you know have been paid they will they will most likely give it to you. It's very unlikely that the, the government will give, will give the land to somebody else. You know, very unlikely. And I think okay. you can challenge that. Okay. Yeah, by by making sure that you start the renewal process. You know before. The, um, the, uh, the 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 tenure runs out. So I know I know you probably won't want yeah, but I tell you, did you get your your answer? No, no, that's what I was asking. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. So the questions are regarding uh, securing uh, land around uh, Lusaka, for example. Because um, everybody, of course, wants to go back to the places they remember from childhood. And one of the issues that is coming up is with the, one, the water table, the environmental mm-hmm. concerns with uh, the water table yeah. in Osaka. And yeah. um, the second good. part is uh, <laughs> the land that is being held by uh, a significant uh, white population in Osaka. Mm-hmm. So how can we create uh, a lobby, for example? We're thinking about creating a, a, a non-profit that will lobby the Zambian government to ensure, number one, that the water table is protected. Because right now, <laughs> I don't think the water table is protected in Osaka. Second is uh, the amount of land that's available to... Lusaka is growing. It's over 3 million people right now. Mm-hmm. There's not that much planning around further development. Of course, we have uh, the main wood, which was land that was held under, again, uh, uh, the colonial white population. So we'd like to see a, a way if the president, if all the land is vested in the presidency, can he petition the chiefs around Osaka to get more land so that there's further development and there's further relief? Because right now the water table is under strain and even the mm-hmm. development itself is under strain. How can mm-hmm. the Zambian diaspora... You simply go further, simply go further out of Osaka. It's, it's demand and supply. Demand and supply. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Demand and supply. So the demand right now is is, is 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 high because somebody has the yeah. land, but yeah. how can we create relief? Considering you know that uh, not every Zambian is going to buy land at one hundred and ten thousand per hectare, like what we're seeing right now. The prices. That's mm-hmm. unfortunately these. Uh, I, I don't want to say this out loud, but uh, most of these. White settlers are going back to their country and they're selling these pieces of land at that price because they can go back, you know. I'm still on the radio program. When I'm done, I'll come. Tell her that. It's a matter of demand and supply. If um, if there's demand, if there's demand for the land, I I don't think the government is going to come in and and, and impose. 
impose um, a, a certain price for land that 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 has been held by these Mzungus. They subdivide it and then they're then selling it on. It's a mountain supply. Oh, I'm talking about the land that's held by the chief in uh, Chieftainescom. We saw what happened with uh, Mr. Kaiser, the land that he was trying to appropriate, and um, the chiefs around the can 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 they can they free up enough land? Actually, we're down <laughs> to the last minute, so. <laughs> yeah. Leave the hell, Mary. How much land can be freed up around Osaka for the Zambian diaspora that wants to live around Osaka in the next most, year? Most, look, most of the land around Osaka has been bought up already. Okay. Yeah. So it's reselling. And you, I, I don't think you, you can force a chief to free up land. <clears> they, 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 will also, they will also sell the land on, you know. It, it, as I said, demand and supply. Okay. Yeah, you're going to have to go further, further out of Lusaka to to get land. Okay. So again, thank you so much. You've been listening to the Zanus Radio Show, which comes to you every Sunday. We're so fortunate to have had uh, Mrs. Tandiwe Polotia Mwiko, who is a land and contract law expert. She's provided enormous information, and I, I think we might have to do a follow-up show, but. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, give you a lot of things right now. (laughs) I'll leave the last word to you. Go ahead. Ten seconds. To me. Hello, everybody, wherever you are. You're listening to the Zanus Blog Radio Show, the official platform for the Zambian diaspora in the United States. Please tune in every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Call in at 3195276219 to join in. Remember, we are stronger together, Ubuntu. Yeah, so the show has ended. Uh, thank you so much. Okay. You have been immense. Uh, yeah, the information you shared, as you saw, probably people who might have to do a circle back, but uh, mm. I haven't seen that much interaction on this platform. You know, oh, since. Excellent. So excellent. you fired it's, up the place. It's been, a, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a pleasure, Blair. Pleasure. I know. Let I me know. know whenever you need me to come on. And my partner and I will come on because my partner um, has a, 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 a business called Diaspora Connect, and she and she yeah, that's in the, the part we didn't touch. Yeah. Yes, and so there's all that. So next time you can either talk to my partner directly, or we we, we can mm-hmm. do it together. It's really up to you. But but Blair, we we want to be your partners. We want to be your preferred law firm uh, of reference here yep. here in Zambia. Yes. You know yep. that that has always been our 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 plan, and that's why we are we are online, and that's why we you know we we're, we're trying to do as much online marketing as possible. And we can do this, and believe you me, you are the bridge, you know, because uh, yes. people here we don't know better, you know, we don't know what's happening yes. back home. Yeah. We we rely on you on the ground to let us know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So look, look, Blair. It's it's very simple. 
Diaspora Connect is there is um you know she 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 is in the business of connecting Zambians abroad in the diaspora to to uh, to Lusaka. She helps them find the land, and then our law firm then does all the, all the paperwork. You can ask around in in, um, in Lusaka. We have a very very good reputation. We've we've never stolen anybody's money. This this is our bread and butter. We've been doing it for the last 12 years, and we're very good at what we do. I'm so glad to hear that because uh, the reason why I was saying, yeah, uh, and it, it's, people have horror stories, you know. So if, if you yes. come on here and you're willing to be yeah. vulnerable, to be asked all these questions, then you develop mm-hmm. that trust. You know, I know her, she answered my question. So Absolutely. I would say, kill her in the Zambian Connect. Yeah. And let's mm-hmm. have uh, if you can if you can have a, uh, of course people would love to have you back because you have uh, yes. set your foot uh, in this <laughs> uh, you know ecosystem. <laughs> yes. People know you, uh, and I'll be very so, happy to talk to them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so yeah. cue her in. Say she'll be if she can do the same for us next Sunday. That will be brilliant. Yeah, yeah, sure. And we'll have a different set of questions. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, please cue yeah. her in, and then yeah. let's do this again because. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen Zambians get fired up like you fired them up. Yep. (laughs) That's wonderful. I'll send you her email address, you know, contact her, and then you you can talk about Diaspora Connect next next week, and then the week after I can can come back and uh, we can, we can, because look, there's so much more to discuss that that we didn't discuss today. So much, so much. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. And I'm aware, I'll be very happy to do free marketing of my law firm (laughs) through this Um, program. Yeah, because yeah, you know people want to. They want to talk to somebody, or they want to do business with somebody they've talked to. So you you Absolutely. put your foot in the water, and uh, believe you me, the yeah. people reaching out to you. And I'll make sure Wonderful. I put your info on uh, the, oh, the platform that we have. And then, uh, yeah, let's make it, let's make it work. Your ears Absolutely. and uh, eyes on the ground. So please. On the ground. Yeah, yeah, there's so much well, money is, here. Is, I'm wishing my my phone yeah. can burn. You know, from this COVID stuff, and I'm like, I could have bought three, four houses with them and lost. Really? You know, yeah. Oh, so wow. it's yeah, it's it's stressful, and um, we're all thinking about coming back home because you know, you, mm. where's your money making the most? Exactly. Again for you. Exactly. You, 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 you uh, might as well. Yeah. yeah, you might as well invest back home. You, you want to come back home eventually, and we'll be very, yeah. very happy to yeah. help you do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time and making, you know, I know it's late back there, but thank you so much. You, you don't know how many people you've exactly. helped, and hopefully it works out oh, for everybody. Thank exactly. you. God bless you. I'm, Good night. I'm here to market my law firm. The more the, the more instructions I get from the diaspora, the better. And I'll be very happy to sit here for an hour, two hours every Sunday night talking to uh-huh. people in the diaspora. You know, yeah, as long as um, I, I, I get something out of it too. <laughs> <laughs> 